You're listening to the Aligned Women Podcast, the show for moms who are chiropractors. This show will bring you guests to share their stories, their struggles, their experiences, and me, your host, Dr. Danielle Eaton, so that you can create a practice that's right for you and your family. Welcome to episode 22 of the Unblind Women Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Danielle Eaton. I'm so happy to be back podcasting. If you have been following the show since the start, then you know that there's been two episodes of the show week since it launched in, I believe it was September 2016. And you know what? I took the last two weeks off from podcasting. Oh my gosh, it was hard. I was seeing other chiropractic podcasts in iTunes new shows in their feed. And I'm thinking, oh man, they have new shows out. I should have new shows out. But I noticed that word should, right? And I stopped and asked myself, is it really true that I should have new shows out? Is it really true that I have to do that? And I know that it wasn't. Nothing bad happened by taking two weeks off of the podcast and essentially really taking two weeks off of normal life. And just enjoying a lot of extra time with my family, with my husband especially, and with our two little ones, and a lot of other extended family. Listen, it was so worth it. I appreciate you being back here listening to the show today. Our new guest to today's episode is Dr. Kaz Jeff. She's an Australian pediatric and pregnancy chiropractor in Amsterdam. And she is a two-time home water birther, a solo mom, and the host of the award-winning podcast from Mums and Mums-to-be called Mums the Word. On the podcast, she interviews experts from all around the world on topics like fertility, pregnancy, birth, and early parenting years things that we can really relate to, those of us that are here listening to this show. She's referred to as a modern hippie, meaning that she's very into tech, but also honors her earthy side and is really passionate about educating moms about their options in birth and parenting and loves it when women find their true power in birth, parenting, and life overall. Dr. Kaz and I are kindred spirits. I hope that you'll enjoy the interview with her today. If you do, then I want to just ask you to head over to iTunes, leave a rating and a review for the podcast so that other moms in chiropractic know why they should be listening to this show as well. All right. So here we go with the interview with Dr. Kaz. Hey, everyone. I'm here with a brand new guest to the show today, and her name is Dr. Kaz Jeff. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks so much for having me on the show. This is great. Well, it's been fun talking to you already in the warm-up, if you will, for recording this interview and you're in Australia. I'm in the U S so it's 9 PM, actually almost 9 30 PM here in the U S. What time is it for you? It's uh, 2 PM in the afternoon. Yeah. So we're like totally different, um, thought processes right now. I'm like one <laughs> day getting ready for bed and you're, like, I'll be leaving for school pickup soon. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So will you share with our listeners more about you and your family first off? Sure. So um, I'm currently in Australia, but I actually practice in Holland. So I'm just here on a little bit of a short-term family visit. And I have a daughter who is six and a son who is three. And I have run my own practice for the last five years in Amsterdam as an Aussie. Awesome. Where did you attend chiropractic school? At RMIT, so Royal uh, Institute of uh, Technology, Royal Melbourne Institute of Technology in Melbourne. 
Yeah. Awesome. And so I might be the first on there as well for my yes. MIT. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. When did you graduate from chiropractic school? 2001. So you graduated 2001. And mm-hmm. what did you do between the time that you graduated from school and then opened your practice? Okay. Yeah, it's a great question. So I worked in Melbourne for three years in a fantastic um, practice. I think I had the best lead in out of all of my fellow students in a practice that was seeing lots of families. If you have the book, Well-Adjusted Babies, then that is who I got to work with. Awesome. If you don't have the book, Well-Adjusted Babies, you'd better get it. Um, it is the Bible to pregnancy and parenting um, for my clients and for me. So um, I got to work with Dr. Simon, um, the husband of Jen who wrote the book. And I was in the practice while she stopped and had a baby and started to write the book. So I worked there for three years and we were open plan, which is fantastic in terms of soaking up by osmosis, um, everything in Simon's head. And um, yeah, it was, it was great experience. And then I guess just having the travel bug, I got to a point where, you know, I didn't really want to stay in the same spot for um, the rest of my career and they were lovely and asked me to buy in and I said that's a really fantastic opportunity but I'm 27 and that's not what I want to do right now so I literally went straight into chiropractic school um, from um, high school so um, then I decided to get on the internet and look for a job and I found two jobs in Peru and two jobs in Holland and not speaking any Spanish whatsoever as an English-speaking Australian, I thought it's probably not the safest place for a 27-year-old female to go to Peru. So then I cut my, um, I narrowed down my chances to Holland and there were two um, practices on offer and one was seeing lots of kids and I, I wrote, um, you know, I, this is what I do and I've been seeing families and I'm Australian but I'm willing to learn to speak Dutch and la, 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 a little bit about myself. And, and the owner of the practice wrote back and said, wow, I'm Aussie too and happened to be uh-huh. from Melbourne, same university. It was just one of those moments in time where I got on the internet. He's totally, well, at the time, he was totally not an internet kind of person, also a bit hippie like me. So it was just one of those moments where you take a chance and the timing is divine. And I stayed in that practice for seven years. And in my last couple of years in that practice, I um, did the ICPA certification at that time, that was in Barcelona for me, which was, I think, is it 14 modules? I flew back and forth between Amsterdam and Barcelona, spending the weekends with my best friend who lives in Barcelona is also a chiropractor. So we did the course together and great opportunity to get out and learn some things. And um, I guess um, in that last, in that last um, month of my pregnancy was when I sat the exam for the course and then I had a little baby. And um, I guess it just felt really good to not have the stress of my own practice in that pregnancy and and having a baby but then after a very short time after having done the ICPA course and now being a mom I just wanted to do things I guess my way and a bit more of a pediatric um I just I guess wanted to do my thing and I thought you know I've been an associate for 10 years I'm ready now so that's when I opened my doors and um yeah that was five years ago awesome so how's the journey been for you since then um it has been a massive learning curve. It has not always been a bed of roses, but I wouldn't change it for the world. Um, I had my little boy, I guess, somewhere in that process as well. So opening a practice with an almost one-year-old where you have to do the fit out and, you know, I was um, the financial provider for the family. So going back to work at three months 
And then, you know, not very long after looking for a location and then doing a fit out and opening a practice all in my baby's first year was definitely very challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I was on that sort of, I want to do it for myself. It was almost like this internal drive. And I think when you become a mum, it's like there's this almost like that primal uh, thing that just I want to provide for my family. And if there's, yeah. you know, if there's going to mean that I don't have to sit on an overland train for an hour and pump and be fucked, because that's what it was. It wasn't in Amsterdam where I worked. I just, I just wanted to find all these ways to make my life easier. And although it was harder initially, it's become a lot easier as well. Yeah. You know, I can really relate to that feeling, I think, of <laughs> wanting to make your life easier, um, knowing that I, I started my practice when I had uh, my first daughter and then um, sold my practice when I was pregnant with my youngest daughter. Um, it, it was like a breath of fresh air, essentially, to not be a practice owner anymore during that pregnancy. But it was just actually maybe even a few weeks to maybe at longest a few months after she was born that I started feeling like, uh, they're like, I'm not a stay at home mom. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely not a stay at home mom, you know, and I take my hat off to people. If that's their thing, please do your thing. It's kind of what I say to my clients about whether yes. they want to have a hospital birth or a home birth, please do what feels right for you. Don't do my thing. Yep. But I'm, I, I love chiropractic too much. I love empowering people too much. I love feeling at the end of the day that I served. And although I can do that with my kids, I'm not an arts and crafty, let's paint something. And that's just not me. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> me too. You know, and I think, um, if I could say, I think that there's also this, um, they are your everything. Your kids are your everything. So you want to be out of, to be you as well and that you can be the best mum that you can be so that you can give them the energy. And if, if that means that you are going to be serving and, getting energy from giving back to your clients, then, um, then you need to do that. And if that's going to feel like you are not being everything you be by working, like you just said in your experience, then you need to be at home with them. And it's, it's being honest with yourself about that and not feeling anyone else's story of what is best for you. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. make that sound easy right now, but how did you arrive at a point where you knew what was best for you? Um, you know, I think... One of the things is like finding your tribe and and having like-minded people around you. And although I have one of my best friends is a stay-at-home mom, now she's a doula, but she's that arts and crafty person. I I see how much light that gives her. And when I can sort of talk to her and just, you know, in having your tribe as a mom and being able to just let out your feelings and not, I don't know, it's almost like not trying to be that Pinterest mom as well. It's just, maybe it's just grown with me with time and, hearing people's stories and um, seeing people's struggles that I think, yeah, we just really need to answer that inner calling. I don't know. I don't know exactly if I have a one way of how I got to that, mm-hmm. but I definitely know that um, my friends have been a very um, huge impact and a resource for me. Yeah. Well, you know, they say it takes a village, right, to raise our children. Now, Absolutely. That they've seen the village and they don't want the village raising their children. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, it's about finding the right village. You know, the right Absolutely. Thing. I think, you know, there's a lot of people out there and there's so many resources these days to find um, your tribe. And if you cannot find your tribe, you can certainly create your tribe. Absolutely. And that's something that you're doing and, um, you know, I've done and, and people are calling out for connection. So it's, it's, it's very easy to do if you don't find the right people, you can be the change maker. Yes. Yes, Absolutely. 
Tell us more about your practice. Who are your ideal clients now in your practice? Um, my favorite client is definitely the pregnant client. Um, the reason being, I guess, they're the ones that really uh, take action and, you know, uh, accountable, shall I say. I mean, everyone who wants to do the right thing by their baby. It's weird that we do, you know, we eat better and we exercise better and, you know, take for our baby's sake or we might do yoga. So I find that a really beautiful time. And I think just from a very blessed um, uh, universal, I guess, divine moment that I, I that Holland chose me or I chose Holland that I got to birth in the country that is like the place for home birth and um I think um just being able to uh be in a country where it's so open with birth it's just so easy in Amsterdam to if you know to be someone who home births and water births and um it's just very authentic shall I say so definitely the pregnant client and then of course the kids I mean you make so much change so easily in a child that affects a whole family's life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, if I could say number three, it's women because, you know, we also make the decisions in the family. So it would be pregnant, uh, uh, pregnant women. Uh, then it would be, I guess, babies and children. Then it would be women. And then it would be families. They're definitely my favorites, which covers a lot of people, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I think my, my spectrum is pretty much the same as yours. Yeah. Do you find that in Holland? Uh, your clients come to you already interested in natural birth or home birth, or is it more like, I feel like in the U S like we're, we're trying to educate moms to potentially go that route if they Mm -hmm. can, if they are interested, right. Is it the same in Holland or do women come to you already feeling like that's what they desire? Uh, I think it's a bit of both, to be honest. I mean, I think just with like, whether it's our marketing or Facebook or word of mouth that, Obviously, that's what I stand for. I'm not pushing in any certain way, but I've definitely had clients that were all at the very start, all for, I don't feel safe, I'm an expat, I'm not in my own country, you know, I'm from the US, for example, and that's how we do it, same in Australia, we do it hospital way, and they were totally not into the home birth, but the more that we went along along the process, and they just sort of understood that, actually, I don't really want to transfer when I'm this far down the process, and other people have also just had such a quick birth, they didn't even leave, so it's the whole gamut, to be honest, but I'm... Um, I'm really much in supporting someone in their preferences, not in mine. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I believe that as physicians, we are morally obligated to be able to direct our clients, our patients to the people that, or the person that can help them. If we can't help them with the problem that they have, then who can? Right. And if we can't, then I believe that every physician, not just chiropractors, but every physician should be able to support their patient in finding the person that can help them. No, and I think that's really important to knowing that other providers in your area, there would be maybe a doula, there is more the home birth kind of uh, doula, and there's other ones that are totally supportive in, let's say, the hospital setting. And to know your providers as well is like just sort of feel the need of the client and direct into that person. Like, like I mentioned, one of my dear friends who's a doula right now, she's like, please don't send me anyone who's not into home birth because it's just such a hard, like, you know, like just find the people that are really going to be me. Otherwise, when they're interviewing for doulas, it's a lot of effort for them to then someone's not even into that in the first place. So it's just like, just really send me the people that you know are my, you know, crunchy granola, you know, Asahi bowl kind of people, um, you know, right? Yeah. So. Um, so I think just knowing your providers as well and just almost meeting people where they're at and they don't have to do it the way you did it. That's an important thing I think for 
not just chiropractors, but any healthcare provider to hear, right? That you, you have a doula that's saying, please don't refer people to me who are not a good fit for me. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, I'm building right now my second practice and I feel my philosophy has changed quite a bit from my first practice where I was like, please, Lord, I just need new patients. I'll take any that you'll give me. <laughs> now I'm like, I'm very clear on who I want to serve and who I'm really best at serving. And then exactly, exactly. And it's like, we want to enjoy where we practice. And I don't want to have that feeling every time. Oh my God, this is the hard work person. And I'm almost trying to sell them chiropractic every time. It's like, no, I want people that already subscribe to the message. We're totally congruent. And I don't feel like almost like a used car salesman every time. Cause that's not what we got into chiropractic for, you know, and there are enough people that want what we do. So it's, it's almost like coming from a, uh, um, I guess, a, a fear-based or a, a place of lack if we want everybody. And it's yes. better to be, you know, rather than the jack of all trades, the master at what you do. Yes. And I knew in my first practice that operating out of fear was, I'm putting this in the air quotes, not a good idea. But over the last three years of taking time off from practice, I really came to learn and understand and appreciate what that really means and the difference actually that it makes in my life when I make choices that feel aligned to my values instead of I am doing this because I'm afraid of the consequences (laughs) otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. And I think some of the tools that I've learned when deciding what I wanted to do with the podcast or even in practice, a lot of um, people talk about finding your avatar. What is your ideal client? Yes. And, and when you know what that is, you direct all your marketing and all like even your team's vision towards that person. So when that person comes, they're like, this is the place for me, you know? So whether it's the magazines on the rack or um, the photos of the kids, people like if, if someone's totally not into families and kids and they get a little bit annoyed with chaos, like I'm not going to change my practice for you. So mm-hmm. if you don't like it, then I can definitely help you. Um, I, I love a little bit of the of life happening in my space. I don't want it quiet. I want to be able to play Madonna if I want to. I want to be able to wear my jeans on Saturday because I let myself do that. You know, I just, I want to be me. And if this is not right for you, then we're definitely not going to work out long term. So why put all the effort in? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I really learned recently too, and you might be able to relate to this, that, you know, um, building my first practice and focusing on doing that as quickly as I possibly could, (laughs) I think that I, I was just kind of thinking about the short term, essentially. I was doing what I, what I thought was best for my practice today, this week, next month. Uh, but there was not really a part of me that was like, hmm, how am I going to feel with this practice in two years, five years from now? And of course, those are hard things to predict <laughs> because especially as being moms, life changes so quickly. Uh, but now I have a different perspective. Now I focus on knowing that I'm in this for the long haul and mm-hmm. how can I best protect myself um, and making sure that I'm healthy and that my family is healthy moving forward. I think it's a really good space to get to because I think when you first get out of chiropractic school, it's almost like you have to do every single seminar. It's like, oh my God, it's like, if I don't do that seminar, it's not for the CPD. It's just like, I've got to be seen at every one. And it's almost like, uh, 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 uh. but actually it's, you, you get to a point where it's important to integrate it. And, you know, if you know that you're in this career for a long time, then you don't have to do every seminar now. You'd rather refine your skills and work out what is 
what you want to do. And I think, I think it was around about 2008 or it was when I made the decision that I, I really love the pregnancy and the peds thing. And that's when I signed up for the course and ICPA and, and by the way, it's fantastic if anyone is wondering what a course they should take. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get the best of the best, you know, the best SOT pediatric person teaching you the best, you know, obviously in Webster and I could go on. But, um, you know, it was also just that I've only really done pregnancy or pediatric. Um, I've moved into a little bit of, I guess, the adrenal um, uh, fatigue and overwhelm just because that's what I start to see in practice as well for mums and I find it's pretty relevant. Um, but uh, really, I think just knowing that that long-term goal and knowing that you're going to be in it for a while, it almost like gives you a little bit of a breath of fresh air to stop and smell the roses. You don't have to do it all now. Yes. So have your vision, know it might change. If there's one thing that I could share that I know for sure in life that for certain that nothing is for certain, you know, like I was married, now I'm not. I never thought I wouldn't have the happy ever after, you know, family, two kids, whatever house. And my life took a very different turn. And and I think just knowing that it doesn't have to all be set in stone and it can chop and change. I mean, you definitely have had that experience. Yep. Yep. Tell me more about, you mentioned that your, your kids are six and three. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So tell me more about what you do in your life to help you feel sane, more than sane, happy, fulfilled, connected um, as a mom and as a chiropractor and as a woman. Yeah, I definitely want to say, first of all, that I have not got it all down pat. Um, Although I have a podcast for mums and I get to speak with a lot of experts, it is a work in progress. Mm -hmm. Um, The thing that I I guess I find the most, um, it sounds maybe even cliche, but I do find a lot of um, energy just being with my kids and looking in their eyes and having those moments. I mean, I was a long long, um, extended breastfeeder. I fed both the kids for two and a half years. And although on some level physically that was a drain for me, um, it also gave me time to sit in stillness and look in their eyes and touch them and, and think of the joys. So um, my kids are my everything and um, I make sure that I am a really present mum, probably at a cost to myself and I know that's not ideal, but I guess we're just getting to the ages now where I can get to give back um, more to myself because they're at daycare and school and I get more time. I think it's important to know that those chaos years they're not going to last forever and, you know, this too shall pass. And so um, I think just having that, like you said, that longevity mindset as well um, that, you know, helps as well. I, I, like I said before, for me, my friends are a great source resource for me, just being able to let things out, um, not hold it all in and feel like I need to do it on my own. There's that village coming up again. Um that's important for me and um, I guess almost being a little bit global of obviously having lived in Australia for a year and now going back to Holland um, it's uh, it's something that ends up I guess I I guess a little bit less sleep than I should but um, I don't know I just I do have a burning desire to just um, do everything I can for them and like I said before the the feeling of um, spreading the message of, you know, um, natural parenting, empowered birthing, uh, holistic living, chiropractic lifestyle, that gives me a lot. Awesome. Mm. If you think back to before you had your children to now, is there something specific that changed for you either in your life or in your practice? Uh, Yeah, well, I definitely think in my practice – 
having just the experience yourself, it's funny how much you attract pregnant women and families when you are authentically living that yourself. I mean, it's almost like when you get pregnant, you start to notice all the prams around and the bellies around. So <laughs> I think one of the best practice builders, it's, it's really weird to say that has been for me is actually having kids. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's all synchronistically timed for me that I, you know, finished the course, had a baby, um, you know, I already had experience, but I think, um, you know, at that point, 10 years experience, but I think there's only so much experience on the book versus actually doing it yourself. And I think, um, Clients really love that anecdotal. I'm not suggesting that every person go out and have a baby right now, but I think some of the communication that you give to your clients is not necessarily just about chiropractic. It's almost all that you can be in their shoes and really feel, I know how tired you must be and I know, um, you know, you miss that date night or I know, um, yeah, it's, it's almost like just living it authentically has been a real gift that I can just be in their shoes and share anecdotal things about how I settle the child for myself and what worked for me or um, strategies I do in my life. Just all that sort of almost non-chiropractic stuff that they come to you as a resource has been fantastic. I think what's really amazing about hearing you say that essentially being a mom helped you attract more moms to your practice is that you're not saying that there was, you know, a specific Facebook ad that you ran or a marketing event that you attended or even a course that you took, but just by you being you, you. Yeah. And I think, I think not being afraid to take a certain stance on something. So, you know, I guess I would, you know, totally be fine with mums, you know, breastfeeding in the, in the reception room. And that's not something that necessarily every chiropractic practice would be fine with, Mm -hmm. but you know, I am so, and my, my staff are totally fine with that. And, um, you know, obviously I have, you know, a change table in the practice and just almost having that, what would they need, um, accommodating for them? It's coming back to that. Well, they feel like they're in the right place whether it's, um, you know, the books in the lending library or your, um, your website. I mean, it's just almost like, yeah, it just comes from an authenticity and, it, and, and you're living it yourself. And so you already have so much to share and um, so much wisdom that that's what people are searching for. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I think that's one of the greatest things about being a chiropractor as well is that we really get to share ourselves with our patients in a, in a whole different way, I think, than other mm-hmm. healthcare providers, um, specifically medical doctors do. I mean, we get to touch them. I mean, that's also very, very important. You yes. know, I think they hand over their newborn baby to you and, and suddenly that baby sleeps through the night. This is real connection that affects a whole family. And, you know, the, I guess the, the letters of gratitude I've had, um, you know, from parents and I, I still have framed um, a photo of me adjusting a, a little boy that is now 15 years old. That is precious to me because I know what it meant for them to print out that photo, to put it in a frame, to write the card. Sorry, I put it in the frame to, um, to print it all out and make that special gift for me. Um, I know how that, how, now I know how much effort that takes when you've just got, you know, broken nights and trying to manage everything. Right. So yes, that, um, right. So I just think, yeah, it's, 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 um, it's priceless. I agree. Yeah. Okay. I have a couple of last questions for you before we sure. wrap it up. Fire away. If there was a mom listening to the show today, and I promise you that there is, because I hear from them all the time. There's a mom listening. She's a new to newish mom. Uh, she's feeling lost and somewhat 
uh, not somewhat, she's feeling quite overwhelmed mm-hmm. with uh, motherhood and with practice and how to make it all work. What would you want to be able to say to her right now? Now is your chance. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a few things. I think um, listen to your, your, your belly. I think there's a lot of information coming at people and a lot of different um, advice and, and trusting your, your mum's intuition. If you really feel um, a struggle internally about being at work that many shifts or that many hours, then you need to call for that because you are the one that puts your head on the pillow at night. So trust your intuition whether it's in, in with, your pet, with your children or whether it's in just, just trust that inner voice. And I think that's something that comes up time and time again in practice, interviewing experts and just me personally in my life. Every time I didn't listen to my gut, it almost, it's like the world shows me, huh, you should have listened to that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. And you mentioned that you have a podcast. Tell us more about it. Yeah, sure. Uh, the podcast is called Mums the Word. Um, I, I thought it was a catchy name. Uh, I spell it a little bit differently to you mums in the US, your moms with an O, but in Australia, where with a U. Yeah. Um, but it really came from the space of, I, you know, from a chiropractic perspective, I had a lot of information I wanted to share. And I just don't want to say, it, you know, 20 times over, you know, in a day. And I can say, go and listen to that episode on placenta encapsulation or go and listen to that one on hypnobirthing. And there's a resource there and it stays up on iTunes forever. But the name also came from a space that I think, um, as well as being catchy, mum's the word is something we used to say almost like keep it a secret, mum's the word. Yeah. And I just think that is so wrong. Like if you've got a, um, a trick or a, a strategy in parenting that has helped you get out of something or um, you know works, there is no way we should be sharing it. Uh, sorry, hiding it and keeping it for ourselves. We need to be sharing it. Mm-hmm. And that whole creating a village and not having to reinvent the wheel. If there is that mum listening who's out there struggling, there's definitely someone who has gone through this before. You are not the only one. Yep. And um, if there are people sharing out there, you just need to find them because there's definitely someone who's been in it, got a strategy for you. And yeah, if you don't have to reinvent the wheel, please don't do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So it's everything from conception advice, um, fertility, the whole pregnancy um, period, birth and and then really early parenting years so i've got things such as you know introducing literacy to your kids fussy food sleep issues um i'm the host although i'm the chiropractor who sees um you know pregnant women and kids and people know that i'm actually not acting as the as the expert chiropractor on on the podcast i'm actually the curious mum, and i'm interviewing the experts so Mm -hmm. um that's really the space i'm coming from as well so it's very i guess it's easy to relate to Awesome. So I'll put a link to your podcast in the show notes for this podcast. And if you're Thanks. listening on an iPhone, by the way, when you are in the podcast app, just tap the screen um, on the picture of the podcast cover arts and the clickable links for the show appear. So it's super easy then to find Mums a Word or the website for this show, for example. Yeah. In Australia, we come under the kids and uh, family category. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if it's in the same category in US iTunes, but definitely the, the link of search will get you there. Awesome. Okay. If someone wants to learn more about you or connect with you further, where's the best place for her to find you at? Um, I think uh, mumsawordpodcast.com is a great way. I also have a Facebook page, 
um, Mum's the Word. Um, I practice in Amsterdam at Wellbeing Chiropractic, so we have a, a Facebook page as well. Um, yeah, I think if you Google my name, Kaz Jaff, a lot of those things will come up as well. It's funny how um, Big Brother is watching, but once you have a podcast or uh, <laughs> a practice that you're registered in, you know, the, the ICPA, you can also find me on there as a, a CACCP doc um, practicing in the Netherlands. Uh, there's, yeah, there's no um, shortage of ways to find me. Nice. Yeah. Dr. Thank Kaz, you thank so much you. for having me on. Oh my gosh, it's been so fun. Thank you. Yeah, great. And I hope I didn't speak too quickly or have too strong an Australian accent for the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Not at all. Hey, if you are loving the Align Women podcast, be sure to subscribe to the newsletter. When you do, you'll be one of the first to receive the free upcoming guide, Marketing 101 from Moms and Chiropractic, to help you get clear and focused on your marketing efforts for 2017. So head over to alignwoman.com and subscribe today.